Lisa. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. You're, You're tearing, tearing me apart, Lisa. You sons of guns out there, you mistresses of madness, you makers of mayhem, and all your little tiny... It's time for Real Rotten. Real Rotten! Oh yeah. Episode something. Seven. Episode, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's one of the numbers. Uh, today, we are coming to you live from our graphic designer, who should not be named, because he doesn't want any publicity, his room... And uh, we are proud to present The Room. We are in a room. We are proud to room. present The Room. We are in a room directing a movie about us in a room watching The Room. And we are really looking forward to it. It's one of the all-time bad movies. I'm yes. Nick. Oh, and I'm Steven. Before we get into it, uh, just a quick question, Steven. What was the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw, actually, um, believe it or not, was Blade Runner 2049. I know I'm late to the game on it. It's about two months old, uh, given time of recording, but I just saw it on Sunday. It was well worth the wait, in my opinion, um, and well worth seeing in a movie theater. So I, it took I w- 32 years to watch the movie. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, you know, it's set in the future. I haven't figured I might as well wait until the future arrives before I see it. And what do you know? It did. Uh, it was a great movie. It was a great movie. It was well worth seeing in the theater. Um, I would probably recommend I haven't seen it on DVD yet, obviously, but if it comes out on DVD, I would say throw it away and uh, buy a film projector and put it on film because it's worth seeing in a big theater with gigantic speakers, without question. Yeah, the sound and the music was just insane. So epic. So epic. The whole time. It was just like blaring at you, but it wasn't like uh, Batman blaring at you. It was yeah. like slightly toned down Batman blaring. Yeah. So instead of like, wah, it was like, wah. And, and it sort of like was confusing too because um, it felt like half of the music wasn't really music, but it was like environmental sounds. Like, oh yeah, flying car could totally sound like, like for sure. For sure. What was the last movie that you saw? I saw uh, Thor Ragnarok. 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 Ra- random Rook. Ragnarok. Yeah, I think that's how the Swedes say it. Yeah, starring yeah. Chris Pine. Pine Saul. Hems Evans. Evansworth. 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 And uh, it was totally enjoyable. It was yeah. funny. I, I was on board the, the ship and the story. It was... Uh, you know, how, di- that, how that goes. Directed by a, uh, yeah, a Kiwi, my, right? My boy. Taika Waititi. Oh, is that how you say Taika it? Taika Waititi. Taika. Taika. Like Toyga. Toyga. Yeah. Toyga. Toy, like a Toyka Waititi. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Like that. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that he directed it. And I listened to an interview that he did after. And uh, I'm, he was just like, I didn't really care about the action sequences. It was so boring shooting those. He was just like, I just want all the jokes to be funny. And it was actually a pretty funny movie. It's important nowadays for a Marvel movie because you could, you could pull um, a Guardians of the Galaxy and have stellar jokes, stellar action, or you could have an Avengers Age of Ultron yeah. and have and it wasn't like, man jokes, it wasn't man like action. A Joss Whedon like punchline joke movie too. Yeah. It was just like subtly funny. It wasn't very Whedon conversation. Yeah. And uh, our last question before we get into this thing was: What's the movie you're looking forward to? 
movie I'm looking forward to. Ho-ho, nice segue, sir. I'm really looking forward to The Disaster Artist, which is going to be uh, what this movie is based off of. It's a uh, semi-biographical portrayal of how this movie was made. Um, That's that's as far as I'm going to take it. I feel like you have more details about that movie. Yeah, it's a Franco film. And James Franco is a weird motherfucker. James and Dave. James and Dave. And I think that uh, only a weird motherfucker like James Franco could play a weird motherfucker like Tommy Wiseau. Is it Wiseau? Wiseau? Wiseau. Wiseau. And the movie that I'm uh, looking forward to, uh, Tarantino Star Trek. You read about that today? Did not hear anything about that, please. and J.J. Abrams are teaming up to pitch a new Star Trek movie. Wowzers. I'm just like, I don't even know what to, where to go with that. No. The whole thing is probably just going to take place in one room on the Enterprise and just like, takes place in the brig yeah when there's never blood in those movies it's gonna be so much blood in those movies yeah so much green blood i feel like samuel jackson is gonna be an alien like if he's not a klingon i'll be upset i'm already looking forward to it yeah yeah he's gonna be the first klingon what is hey motherfucker yeah Yeah, how do you say motherfucker and klingon Klingon. (laughs) we need to get that uh we need to get that sorted out but let's do it we're getting into this 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 is it this is it right now this is the room ladies and gentlemen a tour de force. Tour de force. By any other standard. By any other standards. <laughs> so we're here to talk about The Room, a movie that was written and directed and cast... As the star. Executive Tommy produced. Wise- executive produced. Tommy Wiseau with his best friend, Greg Sestero, starring other people. Who really knows? <laughs> and uh, just some just some little details about the movie. Released in 2003. <coughs> runtime 99 minutes. Rated R. Uh, probably for the first 30 minutes, which is just Cinemax softcore porn. <laughs> which yeah. I was waiting for either it to end or keep going, and I just was never sure if this was, the whole movie was actually a Cinemax softcore porn the whole time. But then it eventually ended, and, you know, you go from hard to softcore. No, okay, cut that joke. You cut go soft joke. to hard <laughs> to soft. Uh, it had a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 26 as of now, which I know what you're thinking. It breaks our rule of 25 so or under. This but, is an exception to the rule. But we're going to say that... Uh, I would give it another rotten review, which would make it under 25. Bro. <clears throat> yeah. It had a Metacritic score of 9. Yeah. Which is out of 100. If yeah. If you didn't know. Yeah. If you didn't know that Metacritic is out of 100, yeah. Uh, 46% of audience approved. It had a $6 million budget for some reason. Um, that went into building green screens and sets that look exactly like places that they actually live and and way 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 too much uh post-production sound recording way too much oh yeah way too much i think yeah three million of the estimated six million went to adr yeah i mean the whole movie seems like they dubbed it over it made one thousand and eight hundred dollars in the usa hot damn yeah and 10 million worldwide but i did find out that uh 10 million worldwide. Wait a minute. Go back to that $6 million budget. They they went over their budget oh, because of the international? No, they're over profit now because Tommy Wiseau has all of the rights to the That's whole movie. That's right. He has so full creative control. So whenever anybody wants to show it, they have to go through him. Literally, he's the only person that can let this movie be seen anywhere. That man's a gozillionaire. He just knows what he's doing. And uh, before we get into it, 
the blurbs. So here's what Rotten Tomatoes had to say about it. The critic consensus. A bona fide classic of midnight cinema, Tommy Wiseau's misguided masterpiece subverts the rules of filmmaking with a boundless enthusiasm that renders such mundanities as acting, screenwriting, and cinematography utterly irrelevant. You will never see a football movie the same way again. That was the entire consensus. Yeah. I feel like that was three lines too long, just like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was intentional. All right. Well, that's the consensus for you. And uh, did you have a favorite blurb from a certain critic? I did. Um, I might as well say two. Um, I have one. I have two actually. So so one is the long version. Um, I'll do I'll do my my top one. You go ahead and do your second one. And then because I only have one. Good good. So um, top one I have is from uh, Scott Foundus from uh, Good Old Variety. So he's a top critic. This is a top critic, top answer. Ladies this is and gentlemen, a star next to his name. it's got the star. It's got the green star, and yeah. it says "Top Critic." I I choose to believe this internet site. Anyways, his quote is: uh, "Given audience reaction at a screening that I attended, uh, the pick may be something of a first—a movie that prompts most of its viewers to ask for their money back before even thirty minutes have passed." I saw that one, and uh, when I was watching the movie, I actually kind of agreed with that because mm-hmm. the first thirty minutes is the Cinemax softcore stuff. I mean, not that I would ask my money back for a nice little soft core Cinemax thing but but I think right when I hit the 30 minute mark I was so invested in like what was going to happen yeah I was just like what the fuck is this but I really need to know what happens yeah I just couldn't stop like watching this even but, though the sex scenes were like some of the worst you could ever see at the same time I was like I see a boob a boob's good boob's great yeah that made them that made the scene she had a nice boob i don't think you ever saw both the boobs at once but she's pretty visually stunning besides uh the the face my uh my blurb is from josh larson from joshlarson.com so obviously not a top critic he said uh has what every landmark bad movie needs total commitment they are just all about it and were about it for like the three years that it took to make it or whatever it said uh saw one of the executive producer died three years before they even went into production they were working on this movie for three years before they started production that's insane what the hell maybe that's where the six million went yeah for all the development yeah in the script that was probably awful yeah but i then again we're, we're going back to this whole 26 percent rotten tomato score i think that's a very skewed perspective nowadays i feel like once the mo- once the movie initially came out you'd have like oh it's the worst of the worst zero percent across the board but um it really has this cult following now where it's you have to see it it's it's not something where it's like oh it's a terrible movie don't watch it it's not like what um any like brendan fraser movie made after 2005 it's like yeah just don't watch it just just skip it but um we're gonna fact check you on that brendan fraser. oh check it check it yeah in cart i rest my case <laughs> anyways um it, it has this cult falling to where people are giving it. The Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> I mean. Okay. I, I mean, don't know if you've seen that movie, but. Previous episode callback. There's a Yeti that kicks a football through, <laughs> oh, no. through a field goal post. I'm just saying. There's a connection here. Football. Field goals in China. You know? It's a real thing. Okay. Um, your last blurb? My last blurb, it's it's one simple sentence. And it's not really a negative, uh, negative attack on this movie. This is Roger Moore. Not the famous actor Roger Moore from the uh, source Movie Nation. Uh, it's he's got one sentence. I've seen worse. 
I've seen worse. And I have to agree with him. Yeah. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I've seen animals die in real life. So that's a lot worse than this movie. <laughs> oh, you're just talking about in life? <laughs> life, <laughs> movies, anything in general. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's a low bar. <laughs> I mean... The Holocaust happened, so... Hey, but we weren't there to witness that. We weren't there to witness that. You you forgot the notion, let's talk a lot. Hashtag what really happened. How about that? Hashtag what really happened. And now it's time. We're going to talk about Lisa. We're going to talk about Johnny. We're going to talk about Mac Damon. Mac Damon. And uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the room. But first... I'm struggling. We're going to take a break. Yeah, sounds good. And this episode is sponsored by Tables. Have you been putting stuff on the ground for way too long? Me too. We're here to bring you Tables. What are Tables, you say? Well, it's something that stands off the ground and you can put your things closer to your level of your body. I know what you're thinking. That is crazy. But I'm here to tell you it's not. We're here at Tables the app are bringing you tables of every different size are you a tall person are you a short person are you a person that sits down well we are here to cater to you and if you sign up right now you will get 90 percent off of your first hundred thousand dollar table i'm not even kidding these tables are made of wood the best kind of wood the kind of wood that you look at and you say oh my god that type of wood gets me going and you will never regret it. So sign up for tables.com right now and receive your free app. Don't forget to put in Real Rotten. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So before we get into it, we have a brand new format that we worked out for everybody. In this one, we're not going to go right through the whole movie like we have done in past Real Rotten episodes because that is tedious as hell. And it does not benefit you or me or you or me. And so we got a new segment. We're debuting. We actually have every segment we're doing today is a new segment that we're debuting. New segment, new format. So this is a new segment. It's called Three Minute Recap. Three minutes. Kyle, our our producer, who is just... Producer, editor. Still not good at anything he does. (laughs) But uh, nevertheless, we have yet to fire him. Um, He he actually... This is probably the most active he's been on one of the episodes, so... uh, Congrats, Kyle. Thanks for uh, thanks actually for, thanks for stepping up and doing five percent instead of the usual two. And uh, oh, Kyle, start the start the timer. In five, four. No, Kyle, you just started the timer. <laughs> Kyle, I need you to need you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Five, four, four three. three, two. So we open on Johnny. Johnny's in a room. He's with a girl. The girl's in the room, too. And it turns out, what is the room? We, nobody really knows which room we're talking about in this whole thing, but we'll get to it. But Denny comes in, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I, I'm just going all off of memory right now, but here we go. And Denny comes in. He follows them upstairs because Johnny says, wow, you look sexy, Lisa. And they go upstairs, and then it's sex time. We go right into the sex. First, Denny is watching, and then they make him leave. And then he comes back, and then they make him leave again, and then the sex happens. And then he has sex with her belly button, and then it's over. And then the mom comes in, the mom of Lisa, and she says, I have breast cancer. And it turns out that doesn't matter for the rest of the movie, but she does have breast cancer. So she's not with this guy, but she calls somebody else after the mom leaves. She says, I don't love Johnny anymore. She calls this other guy. She says, hey, baby, what's up? He says, I love Johnny. Johnny's my best friend. And it turns out that he doesn't know if their relationship, they go... 
she comes up he comes over they go upstairs no they don't they go on the stairs they have sex and then he's a terrible kisser and there's not enough gratuitous nudity in this movie <laughs> and then mark you don't know his name until after the sex scene is over and then johnny buys flowers goes in the flower shop the lady doesn't recognize him but then does recognize him and then and then he he comes home lisa doesn't like him anymore so she wants to uh, get him drunk he doesn't drink they drink a fifth they have sex again and then the whole breast cancer thing still doesn't come up and uh, then she says hey johnny hit me uh johnny needs to go and her mom says no assault is not a big deal don't worry about it new characters same apartment, softcore stuff is happening, they're making out on the, on the couch, and it turns out that Lisa just lets her friend in the house to like, have an affair, and then they leave, Denny comes in, I say, who is this kid? So the room is like the sex room, and then they go up on the roof, <laughs> and they're on the roof, and they're all talking, there's a green screen, Mark is just chilling on Tommy's roof, Mark gives the football to Johnny, Johnny... You know, they talk one minute. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Okay. So then Michelle is like, you need to break up with Johnny. And Johnny's like, you're telling me apart, Lisa. And she's basically saying she doesn't love him anymore. And then she keeps hooking up with Mark this whole time, even though Mark every single time is like, I can't do this to Johnny. But then Mark keeps talking about it to Johnny. And then Johnny sets up a recording and then finds out that Mark is sleeping with her, but he doesn't actually get with her. And then they finally... A lot, a lot of things happen in the middle, <laughs> and then they're going to get married, and then they have this party, and then they confront each other, and then they get in a fight, and then Johnny says, like, had you betrayed me, Lisa, Mark shaves his beard, and then they go he goes upstairs, and then he shoots himself in the face, and they go up, and Denny cries over his body, along with Mark and Lisa, and then Lisa is immediately shunned by Mark, and the end. And you made it. <laughs> hey, he did it. Okay. Now, I know that uh, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. So, I want to take like a deep, deeper dive into this. And we're going to do a new segment <laughs> called <laughs> Act It Out. Act It Out. A-C-T-I-T-O-Q-T. O-W-T. We're doing uh, the famous scene, which they're all famous scenes. One of many, to be fair. And uh, to do this, there's three characters, uh, Johnny, Peter, and Mark. Uh, I will be playing the part of Mark. Steven will be playing the part of Peter, Peter. the psychologist. And this is where we're bringing in our special guest for the episode, Ryan, who is going to play the role, the titular role and star character of Johnny. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Grennan. <laughs> Ryan Grennan. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you so much. Are you in your? Are you in character? I've seen the movie about 20 times. I'm always in character. Good. Okay. I'm always in character. Is always. One for me. You, you are Johnny, is what you're trying to tell me. Oh, hi, Nick. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi, Johnny. We'll get to that. Okay. So I'm going to set the scene before we start. Yep. Interior. The room. I'm assuming... Okay, first of all, can we talk about... What is what the room? Is the room? Is the room, you know, the place, the bedroom, or is it just the apartment? Do they, is it like, they, do they think it's like a studio apartment, so they just count the whole thing as the room? Technically it is, because it's a loft, remember, because there's no doorway transition, because they go, they immediately go up the stairs. They immediately go up the stairs into the bedroom, and that's yeah. where the loft is, okay. so it so might it's be a, a studio. Loft. So it is a studio, that's what yeah. we're going to say? It's it might one be. of the many unsolved mysteries, I think, of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the room, is what exactly is the room? 
Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I... Because there's a lot of it, you could call it the roof. Because there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on the roof. That's where majority of conflict. You could call it the conflict. football. The oh, football. Yeah. Or, yeah. Friends. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't... I, I don't think... You know what? I, best not to question it. Yeah. You know? well, that's what, that's yeah. what Seth, Seth Rogen in an interview, he said uh, that if you have seen the movie, you should see The Disaster Artist because it will help you like realize that they had explanations for all these weird fucking things that happened in the movie and it will like give you... It will contextualize like why he threw a bottle at her like he's just like you don't know why in the movie he threw a bottle at her but in the making of the movie you know why he threw a bottle at her but here we go side that was a sidetrack interior the room johnny and peter are sitting in the room chilling talking about how johnny literally heard his fiance say she was in love with someone else but wants to forgive her when the doorbell rings johnny answers it's it- mark <laughs> hey mark come in hey johnny hey peter we were just talking about women. Emotional music plays. Women, man. Women just confuse me. I have a girl. She's married. She's very attractive. It's driving me crazy. Why didn't you mention this before? Is it anyone I know? Nah, man. You don't know her. Can I meet her? I don't think so. It's an awkward situation. You mean she's too old? Or you think I will take her away from you, huh? <laughs> No. <laughs> I have my own problems. Tell me about your problems, Johnny. Peter, you always play psychologist with us. Look, I'm just your friend, and I'm worried about you. Lisa is teasing me about whether we are going to get married or not. And we didn't make love in a while. And I don't know what to do. You never really know. I mean, look, you should tell her about your feelings, okay? You shouldn't, you shouldn't hide them. You two have been together forever. You can work out anything as long as you talk about it. Not always. People are people. Sometimes they just can't see their own faults. Hey, I'm thinking about moving to a bigger place, man. I'm making some good money. Look, you should tell her the truth. I mean, you're doing this for your girl, right? You're right, Peter. <laughs> Is she getting a divorce, Mark? <laughs> you guys are too much. Hey! Are you running uh, Beta Breakers this year? I am sure. I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> chicken. Peter, you're just a little chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. <laughs> Who are you calling a chicken? I just don't like all the weirdos. There's too many weirdos there. Incomprehensible gibberish. <laughs> I don't mind, Mark. Do you remember the one with the big tits? The blonde one? How about the girl with the bridal gown with the sign? (laughs) Yeah. Can you marry me? (laughs) I thought I would take her up on it. (laughs) I never ate so much. Yeah, the barbecue chicken was delicious. Rice. That was cool. (laughs) You guys proved my point. You're both weird. You want to play cards? No, we can't. I expect Lisa any minute. Hey, come on, man. Who's the king of the house? Yeah, you've got to establish these guidelines before you get married. Speaking of, how'd you ever meet Lisa? You never told us. Well, that's a very interesting story. When I moved to San Francisco with two suitcases, and I didn't know anyone, and I have, uh, I head to YMCA with a $2,000 check, which I could not cash. Why not? Well, because it was an out-of-state bank. Anyway, uh, I was working... (laughs) 
as a busboy in a hotel. And uh, uh, she was sitting, drinking her coffee. And she was so beautiful. And I say hi to her. That's how we met. So, I mean, what's the interesting part? Well, the interesting part is that on our first day, she paid for dinner. What? No tips from your job? Whatever. Do you guys want to eat something? Scene. <laughs> Beautiful. That is... I, I had to do it in the accent <laughs> yeah. the best I oh, could. Oh, no. That was more than I ever dreamed when I when I wrote out the scene word for word. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the incredible stylings of Mr. Ryan Brennan, who is a... Uh, I, I would say you are a room... Oh, God. Uh, aficionado. Aficionado, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So tell us, before we get into the movie together, oh, tell man. us like how you came across the room. and like This is, yeah. This I remember is... you being one of the first people that told me about the room. Was, it, was I really? And you you were the person that has most consistently, for the last like seven years, yeah. told me to watch the room over and over and over. You, know, oh you my found God. out I was a film guy, and then you were immediately like, have you seen the room? The worst oh my movie God. ever? <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. that's that's really funny. So where it all began, this was probably, <coughs> this was seven years ago. It was 2010. Wow. And I was, when we were all up in Chico and, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I was living in the zoo with Sage in Canada. Canada, his real name is Justin, but he's from like Manitoba, Manitoba. <laughs> so we just call him Canada. Everyone called him Canada. The zoo is an apartment the, complex. Yes. Where you pay $287 for a room that you would punch holes through after drinking, <laughs> binge drinking on a Thursday night. Anyway, so we would party really hard in Chico and um, it'd, it'd be about a four day binge in a row. And on Sundays, what we would do is we'd all just smoke and hang out in the living room, and Canada would just torrent these terrible movies off of the internet. And we would watch Typical, like, that's so yeah, Canada. like thanks, like thanks killing, like the, nice. the worst oh, ever. Nice. And then like Sharknado, and then this one about the birds, and yeah, I don't know. And then finally, we came across the room, and I'll never forget. We all just sat down, and it was like. This was probably 2010, and it was like the first credits when it rolls, and that music plays, that ominous music plays, and you see Tommy Wiseau's name. And then like four or five more times in a row, you see Tommy Wiseau's <laughs> name. And that's when uh, it hit me that this was the greatest, worst movie I've ever seen. And I'm not going to lie, I tried to use it as an icebreaker for years with women. <laughs> it didn't really go very far. I think now it has more credit more uh, street cred but uh yeah that actually rings a bell like if you say that i said that to you when i found out you're a film guy i'd say it's highly accurate because i asked and told everyone to see that movie yeah. <laughs> for like well, seven years of my it, life it took, it took me seven years to see it but i, I finally watched it oh for, my God. for this podcast i had never seen the room before oh wow and i, had to, say, out. I had to say i was a uh, shocked but shocked and odd. It so was, it was like it was like Vietnam all over again. It's it's intense. It's, there's a lot of feelings in there. Yes, there's a lot of raw, a lot of emotional mishaps. I think raw is like the only way to describe that. That movie. definitely, definitely, oh, that's a key word. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, speaking speak keywords, the plot keywords, which I didn't get to earlier. Um, so IMDb has plot keywords, so you can look up movies uh. based on plot keywords. The ones for this movie are unintentional humor breast cancer best friend oh, and God. imitating a chicken those are, <laughs> those are, <laughs> yeah that is um it's an ear it's an it's like taking nails against a chalkboard yeah, no. but it's, it's satisfying at the same time which is terrible know. you know it's just absolutely terrible so i got a question though going back to um 
you utilizing this as an icebreaker. Oh, so so is there is this a zero out of ten women got this reference, or was it negative? Like you'd actually would have to explain to every one of them like what that movie was. Yeah, definitely. And okay. then the ones that actually it panned out to a relationship, we actually watched the movie. Oh yeah. So it was it was kind of like a rite of passage. That's a litmus yeah. test for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. And, it, 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 and then they'd watch it, and then they'd it was, be like, "I'll never get back that hour and a half." Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, you know, the first thirty minutes is the reassuring time where it's like you know, just just wait it through yeah. just wait just look, as soon as we get to the other it's side after four sex scenes of the of the of the starts happening. yeah of the same sex scene used yeah, twice yeah, exactly. shot in different camera angles yeah, yeah. let's uh we'll, if we can get through this our relationship's gonna be great ha <laughs> <Okay>. uh, no <laughs> moving on from <laughs> Ryan's depressing moments in life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can, we can talk about. We can talk about. That's a separate podcast. Yeah, yeah that's that's a two-hour on podcast. NPR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get into the next segment, which is the best slash worst scene of the movie, because we all know that the best scene of the movie is probably the worst scene of the movie. So, what was your favorite best worst scene? We'll start with. Uh, we'll start with Ryan. Oh gosh, this is really hard. Um, I mean, everyone is so inclined to go with the "you're tearing me apart," Lisa. Yeah, I didn't find that to be like the I, outstanding. Part yeah, of the but it, it is iconic. Yeah. I will give it that because, you know, Tommy Wiseau also kind of just doesn't know how to show emotion as a character, or I think as a human being. Yeah, probably. So it highlights that. But the worst, best, worst, you know, scene is the flower shop. Because oh, yeah. that is such a routine, oh. <laughs> like, exchange of information. Like, goes in there. No, he goes in there. Sunglasses on. She doesn't know who he is. How do you not know who this dude is? Oh, my God. Like, he has <laughs> yes. a dressed in old black with black hair and sunglasses on. And then takes a, oh, Johnny, I didn't know it was you. And then and then they, they, they're, like, cutting each other off. Oh, yeah. The exchange <laughs> happened so fast. You're know, my insane. favorite customer. Yeah. Oh, hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. <laughs> I know. How much attend? Okay, blah blah blah, and it's just like if that's that to me is something that I think you would expect like to be seamless, just the biggest train wreck in the world. But but you can't recreate that. It's beautiful. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah. Can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be eighteen dollars. Go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, bye. Yeah, it just showed <laughs> it's how beautifully they, horrible. Yeah, it just showed how they can't even like do the easiest thing right. Like, <laughs> really, like some of the easiest things in film are just do those like pickup scenes. Like, he didn't even have to go in the flower no. shop. He could have just showed up at the place with flowers. With flowers. You're my favorite customer. Yeah, <laughs> he really felt it necessary to what? like hire three more extras and rent out a flower shop for the day. They had to establish he was a nice guy. They had to establish that he's this guy. He's this neighborhood hero. Yeah. He's the man. He yeah. he he rents out rooms to these the people Mercedes all the time. Benz. He's got the Benzo. Yeah. He's got he's got friends that are younger that let him have sex in their living room. Like it's yeah. all that shit. He's good guy Johnny. He's good yeah. guy Johnny. Didn't see it coming. Who has, who has a, apparently tramp of a fiance but i mean to look at that scene in its entirety it's beautifully horrible because you can't recreate how terrible that was. no oh, yeah. it was just boom 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 oh, no way. Yeah. oh my god yeah. best scene best worst scene for me is that yeah hands down i think that's that's fantastic Troy steven do you have yours look <sighs> i'm not a fan <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a fan of sex scenes in movies, TV shows, period. 
I am, uh, whenever a sex scene happens in a movie, I think it's the most, like, unnecessary scene ever. Like, you can establish a loving relationship without showing uh, a, a guy's, a guy's, a guy's cock in a sock. Yeah, you know, the, you know the sock cock? That's, that's how they have sex scenes in, in movies. They make the guy wear a gigantic sock, and, and it's flesh-toned, um, oh, so God. you can barely see it in, in the films, and, and that's how they have sex in films. I hate condoms. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I've never been a fan of sex scenes. Like, I will, I will out loud say "you" if a sex scene comes on. This movie changed my mind. These sex scenes are the quintessential piece, the resistance of this movie. Oh no! It is, it is so awful. It is so horrible. It's repeated, which makes it three times as horrible. Yes. The fact that um, he's having sex with this woman on her back, oh and his god. ass is six feet in the air. Oh my god! Well, they, you can you you can tell it's his ass because half of it's uncovered because he wants everybody to know he's got a rocking bod. Yeah. Obviously, he he's so shredded. Bod. He's so he's, shredded in a gross way. Yeah, in like, terribly like, gross. Yeah. Like old man Arnold Schwarzenegger shredded. Yeah, type or like Sylvester Stallone in like the last Rocky movie. There's some serious HGH off. flowing in the room. And That's that all hair, I gotta say. The hair. Oh man, yeah. the hair. Don't and he's he's hairless every everywhere else. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. weirdest Spotless. part too. Yeah. <laughs> God damn! But good lord, not even Tommy, but Mark. Uh, Mark pulled off a good sex scene as well. Um, no, uh, no, no not compared okay, to Tommy. Mark, Mark kissing, I have a, a problem. Okay, yeah, like, that's the worst me, part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean their sex scene was all right compared to the other ones, but uh, the kissing, like he does not know, he I'm, just didn't open his mouth. The I'm sure time. he's like a good guy though. He, right? Yeah, he, I mean he's Mark. He's, he's, he's like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, nice. what can you do? But absolutely, the best worst scenes in that movie absolutely is the sex scenes. <laughs> it is so awful. I, I, that's the only sex scene I will, I will appreciate from now on. Anything else? No. Throw it out the window. That's, okay. Yeah, that's good. I. uh for mine, she, I'm I'm caught between a few. I I do love a, that's how it is. A lot of the uh, the football the football scenes, but I might oh say, man, I might save the football scenes for later. Ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah, I got so, a few saved myself. So if I <laughs> so if I do that, then I uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with the scene that we acted out. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, just because of the just the randomness of the conversation. Yeah, I just like was just shocked. It goes from the A. A to D to Q, back yeah. to B, yeah. That's like a very emotional scene if you think about it in real life. Like they're talking oh, yeah. with their friend who's a psychologist, but there's no emotion there. Yeah, like, And it's go- serious situations because the, the friend talks about how he's how he's in a relationship with a married woman and how Tommy f- heard that his fiance doesn't love him anymore. And like, <laughs> that's that, some like, serious shit. Basically to his face. Like there's so many, <laughs> like he was in the room when he heard her say it, but he still doesn't hold anything against her. Like, no. If you, if you watch when he goes in and he... He, uh, he puts that recorder next to the phone. He kind of does like this stupid laugh, like look. It's just like it highlights the fact that this guy like doesn't understand natural human emotion. Oh yeah, no, I wrote down how long it took. It took a minute and ten seconds for him to hook up the recorder. <laughs> that, scene. that scene was a minute and ten seconds. Yeah, it, that could have been that could have been a fifteen second thing. Like he just goes in, plugs it in, pops puts it. it down, and he's done. Yeah, it yeah. was really him just like forgetting where to plug it in after doing the scene how many times yeah like, did he think that i think that was a one-shot scene though I, yeah, it, it was has definitely to be. a one-shot scene but 
How, he could so, have done oh, it like it was times. done in one take. Oh, yeah, he yeah. did it one time. He did it one yeah. time, and he's like, like we're good, done. Yeah, we're done. Fuck it. But then, he, but then he, like, says the line, like, uh, I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> I read in the trivia that he did that 16 times. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said that line 16 times. No, it says 32 takes. 32 <laughs> takes. Oh, no. And he needed cue cards to help him with the lines to say this. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. To say those lines, you needed cue cards and 32 takes. Absolutely hilarious. But then again, it goes back, it, it sort of harkens back to this whole idea of you have the ringleader <laughs> of a movie. And and this and this goes back to one of my favorite movies of all time, um, Ed Wood, uh, yeah, by no, Tim Burton, is... about, about quote-unquote, the worst director of all time, uh, Edward D. Wood Jr. Um, he was the man who was the ringleader. He All he needed was funding. All he needed was money. He had the idea. He had the script. He could run with it. And he made these movies super super razor thin budget uh one or you know three or less takes per scene which is insane when you think about a movie um and he'd immediately shell it out and distribute it and they'd be horrible movies like plan nine from outer space is still considered one of the worst movies of all time and it's and it like the room it has a cult status everybody is always wants to watch it at like the midnight show and do their their silly little routines whenever scenes yeah, come I've, on i've seen ed wood but i haven't seen um any of Ed Wood's movies. Don't. Yeah. Don't. There's no reason to. Unless there's like a triple feature and you, and someone paid you $5 to go see it. <laughs> yeah. He, Rogan said that they talked about that on set. Like Ed Wood being this. He said the two things they referenced the most was Ed Wood and Boogie Nights. Oh. And he said because Boogie Nights because they all cared so much about making porn. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> it's the thing that you really don't have to care that much about like to make. But they were so serious about it, and then that's like it was the commitment level like of these guys. Full dedication, full drug, uh, zone out. That's that's part of Boogie Nights for sure. Okay, now we're moving on to the next new segment. Nice. Who made the movie work, and who didn't work in the movie? Oh, noise. What's 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 this game about? Uh, we say the character that we like the most and the one that we hated. Oh, okay, oh, okay, gosh, okay, yes. okay, 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 okay. I gotcha. It's finally my turn to. <laughs> expel my hatred about the character with people who understand the movie i'm do so it. excited <laughs> do it uh, okay who did it for me was mark the line that he says where he goes off on he goes i once knew this girl had about a dozen guys one of them found out messed her up so bad wound up in a hospital on guerrero street and the funny thing is i used to drive guerrero street and i used to look for that hospital i, th- I was I thinking think... about that when he said that line it's like where is this hospital at? i think it's the one on, on like on the kitty corner of, like san jose ave oh, okay. so that line like saved mark because he's you know it's just like this clown you know? yeah he's a clown but there the... was multiple like good story man yeah. like yeah. in the movie what a story mark that wasn't a story yeah. <laughs> it was a state it was a sentence uh who killed it for me was denny i i can't D- i can't D- stand D- we denny. have to talk about denny I, I, he is just like this creepo <laughs> just like, like you know who peeping fuck, tom who the fuck was denny this whole movie Get, gets involved with chris r you know the drug dealer yeah. chris r chris r like denny had like the most unfulfilled like you you learned so yeah. little but so much about Denny all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like you're just like he, he's a perv and a drug addict, but at the same time he's <laughs> he like a young messed kid that up, like, man. has his way, lost his way. I, yeah. Nobody helps him at all no. during the movie. No. They just and he just follows people around and yeah. just shows up all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say an honorable mention is uh, Lisa's mom. I think she was <laughs> the best. She was the best actor. No. Out she was of the all best of actor. Them. I agree. I That's totally it. agree. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 She. 
she said her lines as she should have. Very I confident. I feel like that makes her the best actor. Yeah, very confident in her lines and her one line about breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, I have breast cancer. Yeah, it was, I have breast cancer, and then the rest of them were like, he said he said up financially. You yeah. set up financially. Or, 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 stick with him. Him. or Harold's talking about me again. Yeah, yeah just talks. <laughs> He's about, a hateful man. Yeah, she wears her wedding ring, but then still just shits on her ex-husband yeah. all the time. Hilarious. <laughs> and I love my favorite thing about the mom was that every scene it was like she comes in. Lisa says she doesn't love Johnny anymore. Her mom says you need to love Johnny because he the makes money. money. And then she, and Lisa was like, "Bye, mom." Yeah, <laughs> and just I'll made see her you leave later. Every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah room dude that's yeah. the room i think that uh my favorite had to have been as far as best actor i think michelle the the friend, the friend. oh yeah the friend I yeah think that she i think she did a solid job she's she was, great she's cute too. and my and yeah. my least favorite was her her guy mike oh my oh god his facial expression mike was insane oh my god i loved everything about mike because he was just so <laughs> ridiculous when he gets wasted by that football <laughs> yeah. that's the best <laughs> we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that scene for sure Please. but but my my other favorite part that between them two was they walk in and she immediately says like okay arms up and then he like puts his arm in the air it's like a little baby and like it's just like arms up she takes his shirt off and then like sex scene starts or whatever and i was just like like a toddler like yeah. he's just like you have to tell him to put his arms up to take no your chill. shirt off. yeah yeah it was crazy god damn it that's probably part of it probably part of his fetish he's probably like a, a, a baby fetishist and he needs to get changed by his problem. mommy probably I mean, this this movie is just exudes sexuality. So oh, yeah, how yeah. how could it not be? But in be an unexplained way, it, yeah, it yeah. just yeah. kind of just throws it everywhere yeah. in yes. your face. But like it, Denny, no, Denny just yeah. always for the first half yeah. of the movie, just staring at Lisa like he's going to like eventually try to kiss and rape her. Or and his whole yeah. conversation with uh, with yeah. Tommy or yeah. I love yeah. her, and then and then into another chick. It's yeah. like what? Yeah. yeah, there's no flow. <laughs> there's no common flow between human beings in this movie. It's just lines that don't <laughs> make sense. Speaking of lines. It's time for best line. Best line. Let's do some lines. Yep. Okay. Who <laughs> favorite line? I think I already said mine with the hospital on Guerrero Street. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is, I text Sage that from time to time. Now, granted, this has been about seven years of us texting this line back and forth <laughs> between each other and, and just finally to the point where i go i once knew this girl had about a dozen guys and he just goes fuck you because <laughs> he, he knows he knows he goes good story mark <laughs> good story Mark. that's me that's that line right there that's it yeah for me it wasn't uh i don't think it was one line as much it was one line over and over and over and it's the oh hey Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Hi, Doggy. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Danny. Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Colette. Hey, everybody. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I just loved that every yeah. single time. It was just it's like whenever, whenever somebody shows up, just, oh, hi. It's never like, hey, man, like, what's going on? It's just like, you could, oh, hi. You could totally see that spelled out in your head. It's O-H-H-I-A-Y. That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. It's, yeah. That's what you, yeah, that's what it is. It's not H-I. Oh, hi, it's, Peter. Oh, hi, Ma. Oh, hi, Lisa. And I did like a line of, uh, when, I think it was Johnny that tried to change the subject. They were talking about something really serious, and then all of a sudden Johnny's like, How was work today? Oh, pretty good. We got a new client at the bank. We'll make a lot of money. What client? I cannot tell you. It's confidential. Oh, come on, why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? 
Oh yeah, yeah when when they're great. in the cafe and he's asking oh, him about yeah. like, okay, what account did you use? It's like, never mind. I can't talk about. How's your sex life? Well, yeah, yeah it's it's like, it's like, that's like that's a yeah yeah solid line. <laughs> um, I would say my favorite line. It would either I, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but um. For sure, uh, Tommy's last line in the movie. It's like, I, I'm so depressed, my life is hell, and then he just puts the gun in his mouth and bites a bullet. <laughs> Why? Why is this happening to you? Why? It's over. God, forgive me. Everything will be all right. Good night, Johnny. God. Like that, that's, it was great because he had some emotion, but it was so t- terribly performed, and he's just writhing around on bed, on pillows, yeah. I, on on the ground after he destroys yeah. his room. After he yeah. destroys yeah. his room, the yeah. room, that, but which room? Yeah, but which one? Yeah. Is it all just one room? Or it should have been called the studio. Let's the bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the upper loft. <laughs> yeah, the loft. loft. Uh, but yeah, for sure, for sure that that's it. Or it was. Um, it's not Chris R who confronts Denny, right? It's the it's, it's the associate of Chris R. No, it's Chris R. Is it Chris R? He shows up. He just shows up and he just. Where's my money, Where's Denny? Where's my fucking money, Denny? Where's my fucking money, I like, Denny? I like how he can't even have five minutes. Yeah. He's like, the money will be here in five minutes, and he that just triggers him. No, he no. He just pulls out pulls the gun. Out the gun. Like, like, I'm fucking around here. No. Yeah, yeah. No. On then, this roof. And then he gets taken away by by Tommy and Mark, and, and it's just accosted by the hands. Oh yeah, he's not gonna pull. The and then trigger. don't you love how just they appear? Yeah. Like, everybody's yeah. Like, Oh, awesome. shit. Yeah. There they are. Let's jump on top of him while he has a gun to the guy's head. Yeah, it's going to work out scenes, really well. The roof scenes were all ridiculous. It's great. It's great. I think they're almost as ridiculous as the top five of this episode, which is a new segment. Top five. That's good. That was good. That's a sound bite right there. That's the new intro. Yeah, we just test intros. Yeah, that's tubular, bro. Yeah. And the top five for this episode is football scenes. Football so I wrote out oh all God. the top five football, all the five football scenes, and we're gonna rank them. So all five because yeah, there's, only there's, five. Only, there's only five. There's only five. Oh sp- man, I had to split, that's tough. I had dude. to split one into two parts. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, so that, that is actually really tough. Yes, I would. I can we can I just say the best instead of going through one through five because I I barely I barely <laughs> remembered all five of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the first the the first first and best scene to me uh with the football is absolutely the golden gate park scene that is the most inorganic way of passing a football and trying to conversate at the same time oh yeah let's run let's run like a crab and then pass the ball while we're running like a crab and then laugh and joke around and then he like tackles him yeah then he tackles him without the ball yeah yeah it's great it's great loved it yeah i I'll admit I, I should have paid better attention in that yeah. part because that 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 scene was one that like it passed me by and then I was just like you wait can, I, <laughs> I yeah like, you, you got to see it twice it's, it's like, or twenty it's times thirty <laughs> seconds of them running running you know side by side <laughs> passing a ball and I've if, never seen that before and, and if you listen to the small talk it's yeah. literally them asking the same question yeah. over and over again. How you doing, Mark? How you doing, Johnny? Hey, how you doing? That's all they're saying. And then it's very, it's very unorganized. 
it's terrible. Um, really question the whole football thing. I didn't understand why they even had football in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Strange. Uh, for me, oh man, this is a tough one. I have to say it's probably the alleyway just because yeah. the alleyway feeds that ball. And, like, they're all having a happy, go, go lucky time. And then, then Marsh just, oh, like, you know, like, have some of this. He didn't know? see it coming. He did uh, not. He favorite, got checked. My favorite thing yeah. is, like, the opening of that scene is because it's just Mike and Johnny hanging out. Yeah. And then they're just, they're just, and it's always Denny coming in with the fucking football every time. Yeah. But it's hey, just, guys, just, it's not, just no, no, no. Yeah, it's just Mike and Mike and Johnny. And when this scene starts, I'm thinking like, oh, Mike's gonna like. No, I'm saying Mike, spiky hair, Mike. Oh yeah, that's right. right, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying spiky, the doofus, frosted tip doofus, with the the chocolate covered strawberries. (laughs) He's all. Look on his face. (laughs) You can never unsee that look on his face, (laughs) where he's just like. I know. Usually, usually when, when, you're, when you're like having sex with, with chocolate covered strawberries, like you eat one and then you start having sex, right? But they were just like, we got to finish these chocolate strawberries. Like, these are going to go bad if we have sex and then like leave yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, because you do not want it melted chocolate strawberries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just brings up a whole bunch of My questions. God, but, I, but I do love that they, he, so they're standing there and I'm like, okay, Mike is going to tell Johnny like that. Uh, Lisa's hooking up with somebody else or something like that and like get this story progressing but really he just tells the same story that already <laughs> happened to him in the in the room where he like came back and had to get his underwear but then the mom caught him and like was just like Ooh. me undies yeah me undies <laughs> he says me undies <laughs> oh my god it's so funny and then they and then and then uh-huh, Johnny's just like uh-huh, oh uh-huh. good story Mark good story no, no, and the entire time he goes uh huh yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> And, and then Denny's like, hey, guys, want to play football? <laughs> and, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere every time. Just classic Denny. Always carrying football in his shirt like, a, like an idiot. <laughs> it finally took me, like, multiple times to realize that a majority of the people actually just live in the same building. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was know. like, why thought, are these I, people coming out of nowhere? I always thought, like, why is Mark on the roof all yeah. the time? Yeah, yeah. But exactly. yeah, that, that's, my, that was, that's my favorite top five, too. If, if I'll, I'll be the one to rank them. I'm going to go... Trash cans. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm gonna go Golden Gate Park yeah, sure. after, after you explaining it. And I'm gonna go in their suits playing football. Yeah. The way that Peter eats <laughs> shit. Peter, suits Peter's playing football. Shit. Like such a doofus. Oh and man, like great. such a doofus. And then it's gotta be Denny saying that he loves Lisa. And then it's gotta be Mark and Johnny just like bullshit. So hold on, yeah. I think I might need an explanation of that scene. Going back to the suits and football. So is that because they just picked up their tuxedos for the They're wedding? That's yeah. That's supposed to happen. And then, they were saying pictures. Yeah. But and why then, are they taking pictures before the I wedding? Have no idea. Okay. Okay. That's I guess a different question. <laughs> and what then I love, I love. I honestly <laughs> thought the wedding was about to happen, and then yeah. they're just like next scene, and I'm yeah. like, wait, what? That yeah. whole scene was just for them to play football. That's and and the best part about that is when the scene is over after Peter eats it, it like pans to their feet and they're just walking yeah. away. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> they just leave them. it's like, what? I told you guys, I want to play football. Yeah. Nice going. Nice going, Peter. He just, he just com- completely beefs it, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> okay. And uh, and that was the room. I mean, what else? What? <laughs> There's not much more we could laugh about. Because we would just spend the rest of the time going over every single scene. But it's time to get to the games. The games. All right. So uh, I came up with a couple games for us to play. And by a couple, I mean two really quick games. (laughs) Hey, that's a couple. Yeah. Uh, So the first game we're going to play is going to be a recurring segment. It's called Recurring. Segment. Same title, different movie. 
if you guys have better one than that. Same it's coach. the same but different. I don't. I don't know what's no, going on. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm just along for the ride. We're gonna take the name of the room, and we're gonna make up a new story. Yeah. And you have one minute to pitch you, pitch your new the room. One minute. Okay. What? Okay, wait. So come up with a new movie. Okay. Having nothing to do with this the room. Having nothing to do with. But the room or this room? The, the room. title of the movie that you're going to explain is The Room, so but it's not with, Tommy Wiseau's masterpiece. Come up with Jeez. a new The Room. Okay. This is, this is going to be tricky. Well, okay. you're on the clock, so you better you better gun it. <laughs> oh, I'll man. go first. Okay, Kyle? Do you have the timer ready, Kyle? I have the timer ready. Three, two, one, go. The Room, starring Ryan Gosling. Nice. And Ryan Gosling's brother, Guy and Rosling. Nice. He's playing himself twice. And the room is actually a kitchen. And in the kitchen, they're both trapped in freezers. Wow. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> you got 40, 40 seconds left? <laughs> okay, cool. I have time to explain it. So why they're in the freezers, right? Um, because they were like, where's the meat? They saw that commercial. And they're like, where's the beef? So they go to the freezer to get the beef. They both get locked in. And then it becomes like a love story, but be, like a brotherly love story, not like an incestual one. Just like they hated each other all this time, but then they like come to terms with their with their problems, and then they both freeze to death in like a really sad situation. But oh, wow. they, they try to eat the, the frozen beef. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I completely lost track of what happened no, there. I mean, that was... The worst movie I've ever pitched in my entire hey, life. Hey, <laughs> you know, it, it fits with uh, with our subject matter for tonight. Probably should have thought ahead on this one. It's okay. Okay, Steven. We all make mistakes. You have a minute. Starting now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to present to you this, this idea of a room. But it's not really a room. It's a place. It takes, uh, takes place inside a human being. Uh, it is a coming of age tale if you would begins um with a little uh, little particle that starts to grow ever so slightly but it's not a particle it's a being it's a being guys it's a it's it's a human <gasps> it's a human this human grows inside this other human but it it gets born what? the human gets born and it has a speech impediment and it always keeps. It always has a memory of itself. This is inside another human, right? After it's born, okay. it it grows up and it realizes that oh, I have this memory. I'm stuck in this room the whole time. I've always that been is. stuck in this room. I don't know what this what this room is. But the character had a speech impediment during the whole movie, so it's actually remembering that it was in a womb. But they call it the room. Okay. There you go. I guess it's my turn. Okay, right. So yeah, you're on the clock. I'm in on three, the two, two. One. All right, so there's this guy who's playing this guy who's pretending to be this other guy that's in the room with this girl who's actually his daughter, but she's just found out that he's the guy who's playing a guy who's really pretending to be another guy. So I think the entire time what's going on in the room is her questioning why he was the guy <laughs> playing, the, playing a guy, pretending to be another guy, and if she's really her daughter. Wait, she's really the daughter <laughs> of him. Whose daughter is she, really? And they have to save the world. Okay. On top of it, on top of their own crisis, everybody else's crisis. And then there's Samuel L. Jackson as well. 
Am I done yet? Done. <laughs> okay. More you have 15 seconds. And, um, you That's your yeah. scene. You don't need uh, to. You start don't naming need actors. 15. Start naming actors. Uh, <laughs> this movie. Uh, Matt Damon. Kevin Spacey. Matt Damon's definitely in it. No, not Kevin Spacey. Not Kevin Spacey. Uh, Vin Diesel. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Bruce Willis. Todd. Okay. <laughs> nice. Wow, that, that sounds like a power movie, actually. I, I, I would see that. Gosh, I, would see I, mean, poop, I would see the poop I'd, out of that. You know what? I'll see all three. I'll support you guys. Yeah, there we go. I, you know what? It's teamwork. Here we go. I, I would see yours, except it just sounds like a, a movie about birth now. It's <laughs> it's a documentary. It, I meant it, to say it was a documentary. If everybody loved each other, the world would be a better place. Tommy Wiseau, The Room. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the quote. That's the quote of the quote I'm of the day. I'm gonna understand Ryan after this. Whole after all these years, <laughs> after after all these terrible attempts at social cues, always, you'll I've understand. He was just a fucking weirdo, just like talking to nobody. Turns out he's just quoting the movie, the room. Quoting the, the room. Turns out he's just from Louisiana the, the whole time. time. Yeah. Okay, so I have I have one more quick game to play. Oh, nice. So Let's this, do it. This is between you two, and it's called Name That Room. All right. So I'm gonna describe five items. Okay. And you tell me what room these items would be in. Is it Usually associated? In? Okay. So, for example, oh, okay. an island, a backsplash, a fridge, spatula, a stove. That's a kitchen. A That's den. A kitchen. Oh, okay. Oh, the kitchen. oh yeah. okay. So it's not so the room because there's the only room. it's a room. Okay. It's a room. Okay. okay. Name a room. I'm gonna yeah. lose. Let's do this. So you can you can <laughs> chime in whenever you want. Okay. But know that you only get one guess. Don't cut my mic. Let's do this. You yeah. only get one guess, okay? One guess. Okay. Can't so just... you might want to wait until you hear all five, you know? Shoot. Or, okay. or you can uh, you can jump in early if you think you know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So we're starting off. Here we go. Yes. The first one. Carpet. Couch. Living room. Remote control. Lazy boy. Magazines. Entertainment room. Family room. family room. Yeah. What? <laughs> God damn it. I feel like the family room and living room are the same, so I'll give that to Ryan. Entertainment room is for which white people. We'll give that one to Ryan. Entertainment people is for the 1%. They have an yeah, entertainment that's 1%. room. And okay. they have a family room. The next one. And a living okay. room. Okay. We got ghosts. Attic. Basement. Wow. No, Stephen got damn it. Damn it. I didn't even get to rest of it. It was ghosts. Rats. There'd be ghosts in the attic. It was ghosts, rats, rat traps, asbestos, and grandma's things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grandma's yeah. things is the, the Or things thing. hidden from the war. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you find yeah. out that you're. Your dad uh, was a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa <laughs> wasn't eh, on the right side. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is a stop in the Underground Railroad. <laughs> okay, this one might be tough because I didn't know this was a room until today. What? Shoes. Jackets, hats. Mudroom. Oh. Mudroom, nice. Yes. Damn. I was going to say alcove or foyer. Somebody knows it. It's honestly, room. I've just been watching like Doomsday Prepper stuff. And yeah. Like, if you have a mudroom, you're good. Y'all got the mudroom. Just don't, you don't need to section that part off because when you go out and scavenge things after the war, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's I'm just it's kidding. Your, I'm fine now, people. I'm not watching Infowars <laughs> anymore. www.infowars.com. Okay. So we got two for Ryan, one for Steven. Next one. We got... Lotion, laptop, headphones, My bedroom, bedroom, beats, fingers, bathroom, a music studio, <laughs> beats, Ryan's room, Ryan's room, oh Ryan's, terrible. Ryan's music studio, aka my bedroom studio, yeah. You guys Lotion. both said bedroom, so we're gonna, I'll give you both that. I'll give you both that. That was tailored towards so me. two to one still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, next one. Nice. Lotion. Rocks. 
Dirt. Steven's room. Basket. Missing woman. Oh. Oh my God! It's the room for Buffalo Bob. Yeah, Buffalo Bob. <laughs> Buffalo Bob's hiding lair from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's it. When it puts the lotion on its skin. I'd fuck me. Can I get a new auto trader? You said you bring an auto trader, man. It puts lotion on its skin. They want nine to seven hundred for this CUDA? What? <laughs> okay. We only got two left. Okay. We're tied at two. It's it's, it's tied at two. <sighs> okay. In the heat. Whips. Chains. Deadbolts. Oh, uh, it's, uh, Gray, Christian Gray's uh, Pleasure Palace room. Yes, a right. closet. The answer was sex dungeon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I think Stevens is okay. close. Count that. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> you shouldn't have said my closet on the. Uh... I didn't say my closet. I said I a closet. closet. You know, you your average back. closet that no, has that has closet. whips and a deadbolt. Okay, now this, you, is, this you, is the last one. If Ryan, if you get this, we will go to a tiebreaker round. Ooh, you got oh. a you got an overtime? I don't. Oh shit! It's on the fly. I'm really hoping Ryan doesn't get this. Okay, <laughs> it's all on last me. one we got: piss jar, ukulele, sleeping bag, stick shift, a bunch of weed. Spicoli's room. Damn it! It's your car. It's a van. Oh. Yes, it's a van you live in by the river. Oh. <laughs> That pissed her through me. It was like, a loop. you know, Spicoli. <laughs> yeah. I think we're on movies he and stuff like that. In a van. He did now. actually rolled up to the prom in a van and it hotboxed. Man, it hotboxed out. Every time he opened that van, yeah, it, it was, was hotboxed hot out. Did it seem like he lived in the van? Yeah. He yeah. was so wasted. Okay, then that means Ryan gets the point. Okay. Oh, sure. Wow. And uh, Spotlight is on you to create okay. something Here on we the go. fly. Tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, I got, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got it. Okay. The ominous pause. Four-post bed with curtains, a rose, soft sheets, a tit, and the room. The room. <laughs> I think God Ryan, damn it! He got it. It was the tit. The it was the singular tit because there's only yeah, one. Yeah, the tit. There's only yeah. one. <laughs> You only see one booby in that movie. Yeah. And half an ass cheek. <laughs> Not even one whole ass cheek. Wow, a half of one. Nice. I figured he'd won. He's the, he's the aficionado. He the, the aficionado. aficionado. The, the undeclared room champion. I I will admit, though, I've never seen a midnight showing, but maybe one of these days. Maybe. I feel like it's almost should... too cool now. It yeah, really yeah, is, yeah, especially yeah. with the disaster artists coming out. That's what I'm saying we about, like. The disaster artists. Well, now, I'll, now I'll actually start picking up women with my room yeah, talk. Yeah, I'm, yeah, kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. It'll work. It'll work. I'm good. You know that movie that James Franco made about that other movie? <laughs> okay. We're going to finish off the show now, so uh, – we usually finish off, Ryan. Uh, I'm going to tell you about this. Oh, we need to finish you off, Ryan. So we say, finish me off. Lather we say, me up. <laughs> we, we do our own little blurbs, our Rotten Tomato blurbs. So just like one sentence about the room okay. in your review. The room is the American dream. Uh, That's it. <laughs> it's like he already knew what he No, I, so I've thought about saying, it. He's been saying this for years. The, the, the room is the American dream. Tommy Wiseau attempted to create something that was iconic, and he did so in the complete opposite direction that he was intending <laughs> therefore he achieved the american dream success yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. that's good you want to go oh moi okay um <laughs> this this movie made me believe in sex scenes again 
that's it. That's it. I, I think mine is uh, I never wanted to go to the room, but now I never want to leave. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Now it follows you. Yeah. You are the room. Well, well, thanks, Ryan, for uh, being part of the inspiration for this episode, and uh, we appreciate you you coming all the way out here, yeah, and, uh, yeah. sacrificing your commute time. Absolutely, I was promised a burrito, but uh, he who shall not be named, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> came through with that one, I guess. Yeah, Ryan, uh, As, as if or ASIC designer, yeah, is that grass yeah. grass grassic? <laughs> no problem, uh, my dudes. It's been graphic. This is, I've been so stoked on this. I was like, yes. Nice. We, we appreciate you coming on the show. Do you have anything you want to plug? You, you want to call out anything special? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm Ryan, also known as Grensta. 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 House music aficionado. No, I'm kidding. Deep, deep house. Yeah, deep house. Deep no. house. Yeah, no, thanks guys for having me on. This is, this is big. This brings back years of hungover terrible yeah, we, you needed an outlet for this yes I bloodshot eyes well, uh, delicious shout out, burritos shout out to sage in canada <laughs> and harrison and everyone else i've made watch this movie with me <laughs> whether you like it or not look at us now you've blessed the world <laughs> in so many now. ways we've made it it's popular finally All 60 people this is fun yeah this is like one of the one things that i can be like i was into this before it was cool and this is it. This is my claim to fame right here. <laughs> thanks, guys. Well, thanks Thank for you. coming. And, Stephen, always a pleasure. Thank you, Nick. Always a pleasure with you as well. And uh, as we say when we close this, stay real. Stay rotten. I still don't know if that's the right ending. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's the ending. Okay.